Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? 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 Love, it's a whole new season. Crowd getting pumped, yelling from the bleachers. Tomahawk chop, blessing from the speakers. Chill it is ready, lacing up them sneakers. 16 games, 16 ways. Kansas City Chiefs gotta rep that name. Push to the end, gotta win each game. Blood, sweat, and tears in the snow and the rain. Never give up, gotta push through the pain. Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Broncos. Grab your peanuts, grab your nachos. If it's raining, pack a poncho. Flip in the sky, soaring high. Kansas City Chiefs, now we're on the rise. Super Bowl ready, it's the perfect time. You can see the passion looking in their eyes. Sold out game, sacrifice. When he bit the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Sold out game, sacrifice. When he bit the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Kansas City, are you an arrowhead chief? Stop and do the nay nay, now we chop it to the beat. Tailgate, every Sunday, yeah, we bleed that red and gold. Kansas City Chiefs, it's time to take control. Kansas What's up, everybody? You are tuned in to Arrowhead Chief Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dow. And we are here on a Tuesday afternoon after a great win against a division rival, the Denver Broncos, 43 to 16. 16? Yep, 16. 16. And uh, once again, you know, a beautiful day. Especially after a win. And uh, also, I got my, my co-host with me, Mark. What's happening, Mark? Hey, what's happening? Uh, always good to be on the right side of things after a victory. Uh, I would definitely say that 43-16 uh, is most certainly impressive. Lots to uh, unpack, though, definitely this week about the game and coming up. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely got some things to talk about. Um, so, um, let's get into the recap of the game, man. Um, how did you feel about the game? Uh, overall, I think it was pretty much what a lot of us expected, uh, pretty much from right out the gate. And it was like, there's one hiccup or two and everything in the beginning, but ain't nothing new. Um, of course, you know, they score in all phases of the game, which is always a good thing. You saw your offense obviously score, and then you saw the defense, and then you saw the special teams get involved. So and we'll talk more about that later on. Yeah, man, it was definitely a team effort. Uh, Mahomes didn't have to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns, uh, it was actually a pretty quiet day for the offense. Uh, other than the Clyde, Clyde uh, Edwards-Alaire uh, touchdown, which was yeah. a beastly kind of touchdown. It he, was fi- finally good to see him get another touchdown on the yeah, board. Yeah, he was not going to be denied t- yeah, that day. But other than that, man, it was pretty quiet for the offense. Special teams stepped up. The defense definitely stepped up. Yeah, I believe the number was four turnovers yeah. on that day. Dirty Dan with a pick six. Um, Tyron Matthew had a couple picks. Yeah, two, yep. Um, fumble, they had the fumble recovery. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, Chris Jones had a couple, you know, he had a sack. Jones got there, and then you saw Clark back there as well, too. And then, uh, you know, uh, we really haven't highlighted this dude, but uh, what's his name, Terwan uh, Walton? Mm-hmm. Dude, 
actually pretty good. He flying around. He's a he's a defensive lineman, but dude be flying around. Undrafted from a small school. I don't know what school he went to. I think he went to a Missouri school, but dude be flying around. Every time I see him, he's up making plays, either getting a sack or you know hitting somebody in the backfield. So that's another person we need to start looking out for too. It was good to see Colin Saunders back, especially with the Alex Okafor injury. Um, I mean, it was good to be able to see some of the other players like that's not really talked about to be able to get some playing time. Of course, you saw uh, Gay out there getting getting his thing. He's Gay like, looked good. Him. Gay looked good, man. He needs. They just need to go ahead and just leave him out there, man. He's the best linebacker on the team right now. Yeah, he had uh, four. He had four tackles, including one of them for a loss. So it's, he's showing improvement. And I also saw week. him. He was good in coverage too. Mm-hmm. A lot of pass breakups. He the kid got hops. Like there was some passes that he broke up that you know Noah Fan probably would have caught if he didn't jump in the air and knock it down. So yeah, he was one of those key players. I was a little bit concerned with. I know they were talking about it throughout the game. They were saying Noah Fant clearly wasn't himself. But yeah. you know, regardless if it was something on his end or something that the Chiefs defense did, I mean, kudos to them. They actually contained him, and he was definitely one of those players that was on the board to really look out for this week. So um, let's talk about this offense a little bit because if I look, you know, when I look on social media, especially on Facebook, you know, some of the groups that I'm in, you know, you see some concern from the Chiefs fans. You know, Chiefs Kingdom is a concern because I believe we've been spoiled from Patrick Mahomes and we're so used to this offense, you know, Tyree Kills putting up a hundred and some yards and two touchdowns, or Travis Kelsey will put up a hundred and some yards and a couple touchdowns, or mm-hmm. you know whatever. You know Patrick Mahomes is always you know doing something amazing, throwing it behind his you know behind his back, or you know throwing a no look, or you know just doing all kinds of stuff you know outside the pocket, inside the pocket. And I think as Chiefs fans, we get so we've gotten so spoiled, and it's become the norm. That now this year, we've seen the Chiefs win on. I'm talking. I mean on offense, we've seen the Chiefs win, grind out games, and had to pull it out. Maybe at the end, the offense, you know, stalls out. You know, a few drives. They got a punt, and then finally, maybe in the fourth quarter, bam, they hit you with a pass or they get it going or whatever. That's what happened in the uh, in the Chargers game. Mm-hmm. You know, when they went against the Chargers. Nothing was working. The and usually when the offense has a bad day, it's usually because the other team is their pass rushes are getting to Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And usually when he doesn't have time to throw the ball, is when this offense gets kind of stagnant. Sometimes it also I, I, I put some of it on Andy Reid and maybe even Eric Bieniemy. Sometimes they can get a little conservative. Sometimes they want to give the ball to Nick Kaiser instead of Travis Kelsey or yeah. <laughs> or, or, or Tyreek Hill. Now, look, I get it. Ty, Travis Kelsey's probably getting double teamed. You know, you know Tyreek Hill. They always got a safety over top because they don't want him to beat them deep. So sometimes Andy will be like, okay, well, if you're going to take them away, let me get my other guys involved. His mm-hmm. offense has always been spread everybody out. Let's get everybody involved. Yeah. But after a while, when a player shows that they can't, you know, 
answer the bell <laughs> when they need to, like Nick Kaiser. Because in the Raiders game, when it was, what, third and 20? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes scrambles to his right. He, that's the play where he kind of scrambles over and then gets behind the line of scrimmage and he throws it. And Kaiser had the, the ball hit his hands and he drops it. Yeah, that was a that was a stat that I put out there on Twitter. I believe on that after that play, I think the last three touches. I mean, you date back to that one. It's like uh, in the Oakland game, or the, I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raider game, he had the drop. And then we talk about the last week's the last week's game before that. He had like a little two yard catch. He's like it really wasn't a good screen. It wasn't really a good play call at all. It was against the Bills. And then he opens up and with a turnover, which is something you don't do. He's like, you can easily turn momentum, and that's exactly what happened. It turned the tide for a, for a second, and then they had to restart and refresh. Yeah, and so. that's just kind of that's just kind of stuff that's unacceptable. Is that like, yes, you're playing the Broncos, but you can't make those kind of mistakes going forward for some of these other teams because you can't expect the offense or special teams or anything like that to bail you out. So, what I'm saying is, is that with this offense. I don't think Chiefs fans should be worried. No. At all. Because at the end of the day, you got to understand, man, they still working through the season, getting the kinks to, uh, out. They didn't have a preseason. So timing could be a little off. It could be still a little off. Yeah. And even so, it could be the philosophy, too. It's like, And I think even to really add on to that, as far as the way I'm looking at it, is that just looking at the way that they've had to play the last three seasons, uh, the, the first season when Mahomes actually took the reins, he was having to throw for about 400 yards almost every game. And then last season, everybody was, was like, and even the critics said it's like the Chiefs can go so far, but they're only going to go so far without a running game. And now you're starting to see more of that balance. I think we should be greatly appreciating that. And I think Clyde Edwards and Alara doing a good job and the Le'Veon Bell um, – bringing on to the addition of what he's doing. And actually, I was very impressed with his footwork. He looked like yeah. he had skipped a beat. At all. And then, and even so, it was actually caught on an interview that they did with Eric Bieniemy, and he said something very profound about the, what this game has become. And people have become such a – it's become such a stats world that we really don't pay attention to the simple, the simple and the basic things and the fundamentals just getting the W. It's not about the numbers. It's about the alphabets and yep. getting the W. Yeah. And that's what exactly what I'm seeing. You're seeing that balance with the run attack. You're seeing the, uh, Mahomes not having to throw the ball so much. He's still making very effective passes, and they're still proving they can move down the field. But they're giving they're giving fans, they're giving teams a different dimension to look at. Like, look, we're capable of beating you in more more ways than one, and that's what you have to do, especially in preparation. So what I would say is just definitely kind of ease off a little bit. It's like you're – in it to win the win the game, but this at the same time it's a season. You yeah. still have to stay healthy. You still have to do all these different things like to, to be able to get you to the next week and survive and move on. I agree, man. As a team, I think this team is better than the team last year. Yeah, I would say so too. Because they're better on defense. That's without a fact. They had one bad game where they got forty put on them, and personally, I just think they were sleep. Walking through that game. Yeah, that was definitely a lapse game. They got punched in the mouth, and they wasn't ready. They thought they was going to show up and beat the Raiders. And it didn't happen that way. So, and ever since that game, you've seen that defense 
they have not been playing no games. Yeah, I mean, the, the last two games, they've only been giving up an average of 16 and a half, and originally they were giving up around 20, 20 plus, somewhere around there. So their defense is definitely locked in. Tightening up. Even Shavarius Ward, say what you want about Shavarius Ward. He held Stephon Diggs to one touchdown in 46 yards. Last week, no receivers got off. You, they may have got a catch here and there, but Henry Ruggs didn't get off. The Hamler didn't get off. None of the receivers got off. Patrick, Patrick has had the uh, Tim Patrick. He had uh, had two 100-yard games the past two games. Nothing, nothing. He didn't do nothing. Yes, Noah Fant was on a bum ankle, but still he made some plays on that bum ankle. He had a long catch pass. Down the field. Now, mind you, it was garbage time, but still. So, I'm not worried about this team, man. I still think my my uh, my stance still stands. I still, from top to bottom, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Yeah, they're the team to beat, and they're proving it. And, you know, just like, even so, like we just said, we're talking about numbers and stuff like that, and, yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers may be the undefeated team, but at the same time, it's like the, the numbers as far as just even with the work that the Chiefs are putting in. What do your eyes say? Man, I watched the Titans in the Pittsburgh Steelers game. Now, don't, granted, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is legit. T.J. Watt, I don't know what, what they got in them jeans over there and that Watt, <laughs> and that Watt family, but that dude is a beast. He's going to take over for his brother, I guess, for the next – Five to ten years, pending no injuries happen, because that dude was balling. He every time Derrick Henry got the ball in the first half, he couldn't do nothing. But then the second half came, and Big Ben became Big Ben again, throwing bad picks, making costly plays, and they all, they and they almost went into overtime. Yep, all and, the cost was a field goal. It's just a missed field goal. And I will tell you like this: if Katowski or whatever his name is. Makes that kick and they're going overtime. The Titans had the momentum. I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans would have won. They had momentum going in. They had scored 17 unanswered points. If they had just went in there and kicked the field goal, went in overtime, my money would have been on the Titans. Be- because Pittsburghs have shown the flaw to to make mistakes. Now, and if you look at their first what four games. Four or five games, they weren't against good opponents. They beat the Giants. They beat the they beat the te- tight the Texans. They beat Team Denver. And if you look at those games, they were close. Oh, they got their work cut out for them going into this week, though, dealing with the Ravens. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens beat them. So I think we're better than the Steelers. I think we're better than the Titans. I think, you know, I think we're definitely better than Cleveland. Because we just, we have a better, from top to bottom, we are better. From the head coach all the way down to the bottom of the 53-man roster. We are just a better team. We have the best quarterback in the AFC. We have the best quarterback in the league. I still believe that. Shout out to Russell Wilson, what he's doing. Tom Brady, he looks like he hasn't skipped a beat at 43 but I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over all of them. Yeah, I believe as far as with the stat numbers, as far as what he's putting up, he's still on pace to throw for 37 touchdowns and maybe only two picks at the very most. He has 16 touchdowns and one pick. 
He's still Vegas still has him number two in the MVP race. <laughs> and he hasn't really other than the I would say other than the Ravens game, he hasn't really had that game yet to where it's like, okay, yeah, he's the best player in the league. The Ravens game, he 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 toyed with that defense. He did what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And, and and the crazy part is they left points on the board on the, out there. Yeah. There was touchdowns that he still could have had. He broke it at six. Now, so, even so, we're talking about a game, too, with Mahomes, though. Like I said, we're talking about a season. So, yeah. it's also, you got to look at him from preserving him as well, too. You don't want to just throw out everything on the chain and then have nothing left over. I mean, just look around, man. Like, do you want the situation with the Seahawks? Do you see what we had that in 2018? Do you see what Russell Wilson has to do? If he's not great, they lose. If he's not great, they lose. And he he threw two bad picks. Actually, three. Three bad picks he threw. And one in the first had the Buda Baker. And then the two in the second half. It, it was just bad. I, I, and, and if he is not great, they lose. You want that situation again? No. You don't want that. You want what you got right now in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, with this offense, this defense playing lights out, other than one game playing lights out. And special teams are starting to, hey, man, maybe we need to keep Pring on kickoff. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's been very impressive. <laughs> Maybe we need to keep Pringle. We can keep my, we can keep McCole Harmon, and and, and and hey, McCole had some big catches last week too. He made some nice catches. Yes, he did. So leave McCole Harmon alone, man. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, this kid when he went to Georgia, he was a corner. He had switched over to wide receiver, so he's still learning the position. And I know we see. DK Metcalf, and we, you know, and and the kid is is great, but he ain't, you know, he ain't, he didn't do too much uh, on on Sunday night. Patrick Peterson had him locked down, so he ain't, he still got a lot to learn too. But all I'm saying is, man, just, just be happy with y'all got Chiefs Kingdom. Be happy. We would we five and one, six and one, five and one, five and one. And we still rolling. We about to play the Jets on Sunday. I'm now sorry, six and one. Okay, yeah, we six and one. Now I will say that now the offense just stalls out against the Jets defense. Then yeah, we might have to you know talk about some problems. But I just don't see that happening. I wouldn't be surprised in the first half we smoking them and they take the starters out because ain't no sense of getting them hurt in this game if they up thirty five to three. 35-0 in the first half. This might be one of those big games where you see even Le'Veon Bell get his big breakout. I oh, wouldn't be surprised if he is. had at least two two touchdowns. I know he is. I wouldn't be surprised if both him and Clyde don't get off together. And we got 200-yard rushers. It's a or, possibility. Or at least one of them have 100 yards rushing and the other one's killing it in the, in the passing game. But I'm telling you, man, there's nothing. I'm not worried by the least. I think by the end, when it's all said and done, the Kansas City Chiefs will be the best team in the league, but also in the AFC. I'm not scared of nobody in the AFC. 
Not one team. Not scared of the Steelers. I'm not scared of the Ravens. I'm not scared of the Patriots. <laughs> I'm not scared of the Titans. Because we shown that we can put you want to play physical, we can play physical with you. You want to shoot out? You sure you want to shoot out? Because I don't think you want that. So, all I'm saying is relax. So, in this next segment, I want to do something called up and down. So, Mark, what I want to do is you give me a player that's your up for this week, and then you give me a player that's down. So, give me your up player for this week. Um, up player for this week. I got to go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Okay. Like he got he got that touchdown. It's like the yardage he didn't have to do. I think like we said, we went back. It was a balanced attack. Mm-hmm. He had and it's like they were uh, both close to a hundred yards together. But like I said, he finally got that touchdown he needed, and he wanted it too. And the way that he the way he do, he's not one of those backs that just easily goes down. It kind of reminded me how Hunt was how I was supposed to operate yeah, yeah. until all that stuff happened. But mm-hmm. he's a fighter. He's, he's I definitely like him in the run game. I definitely like him in the pass game, and I love the dimension that he's really giving this Chiefs team. So who's your down player? Oh, uh, my down player. My down player, I'm going to have to go to special teams and go with Butker. He's missed five extra points this year, and it's a little bit alarming. Yeah. And I've seen people, like, they talked about that, oh, it's not a big deal. But like I said, this is all about preparation. Yeah. And those are things we have to capitalize on is that we can't go in week in, week out. And I think he's missed an extra point for every game ever since week two, I believe. Yeah. And that's something that's got to get corrected. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. But kicker needs to get it in gear. So my up player for this week is Dirty Dan Sorcy, man. We, yeah. You know, you know what? We talk bad about Dirty Dan. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and some of it is warranted. You know, sometimes Dirty Dan, he'll get beat in coverage or, you know, he'll miss a tackle. But, you know what? When you See, the thing about Dirty Dan is if you make him your starting safety, you're in trouble. But if you put good players around him and make him a role player, Dirty Dan flourishes, and I'm gonna tell you right now, he's been he's done more good than bad this season. And Sunday he was balling, man. Yeah, he was. He got the pick six. He was making key tackles. He he was the one. Wasn't he the one to hurt Philip Lindsay? <laughs> put that hit on. He, he was talking a little trash to him too. <laughs> knocked him out. He knocked he knocked Philip Lindsay out the game, which leads into my bad. This run defense. This run defense is still a little bit of a problem. And Phillip Lindsay, we got to kind of thank him for getting – I mean, I don't like to see players hurt. But if he didn't get knocked out the game, I'm not saying they would have won. Yeah. But Phillip Lindsay might have had 150 yards on us because he was running all over us. And that's something that does have to get corrected with this team is this run defense. I don't know if it's possibly, you know, Willie Gay Jr. finally getting that start, but – this has to get corrected. Yeah. It has to get corrected. It does. Because you don't want to, you know, that could be what, you know, knocks you out the playoffs. You never know. A big run or something like that. So the run defense has to get corrected. I don't know if it's with the linebacker core. I don't know if we need to add somebody on the defensive line that can help us. But it definitely is a problem. And Because when you're 30th, we're 30th. It's not like we're like 15th. Against the run defense. We're 30th in run defense this year. That's not good. 
that's close to last. <laughs> so, and when you're a Super Bowl type contender, you got to correct those type of things. I'm not saying we got to be number one or top ten, but at least get it to the middle of the pack in the 20s, you know. So, they got to fix that run. That's something Spags has to do is figure out how to fix that run defense. I agree. So, yeah. those are our ups and downs. Um, so, I mean, we kind of highlighted the Jets game. I mean, it really ain't nothing to highlight. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, uh, it's one of those games where, and and this is party alarming to part two, and then we'll see how it comes out. How they come out in the first half is those games that you should win. Now, remember, Chiefs had history where they would actually lose these games where they're supposed to win. They shouldn't go without a question. They should win this game convincingly. This is the chance to be able to get some style points. This is actually a chance to really get some, see exactly more of this offense as, as far as what this Chiefs, uh, Chiefs kingdom can do. We definitely want to see more out of it as far as like the different dimensions, how they're going to run the ball. And also want to see some of their uh, backup players. I want to see Pringle get some more touches. I want to yeah. see uh, somebody, Harbin. Harbin, mm-hmm. yes, he had two catches last week for 50, 56 yards, I believe it was. Yeah. But I'd like to be able to see him get more, get yeah. more involved. Yeah. Um, I know Nick Kaiser, he's really been on my list in the last three weeks that we talked about it earlier. But this is a great opportunity to see what you can do. It's like he had, I mean, I'm looking at the stats and he has three catches. And one of them resulted in a fumble, obviously, last week. But here's your chance to be able to get two, maybe three, even going into this week, especially with the question of uh, if Sherman's even going to be back in the game. We don't even know yet. But it's like we definitely want to see some opportunities. And then with the Chiefs' defense itself, this is their chance, I believe, to really see if they can um, put a team under 10 points or even have a pitch a shutout. It would be nice to be able to see something like that from that perspective. Yeah. And – if you want to talk about every phase of the game as well, the special teams too. It's like we might not even see him kick a field goal this game. Might but, not see him punt. Right. But with the extra points, though, that's just something that's one of those things we have to definitely address, and he should be able to make and execute those and really fix all the fine details of it. I also want to give a shout-out to Tommy Townsend, man. You know, I know we've been accustomed to Dustin Colquitt. I still miss Colquitt. Colquitt, <laughs> you know, and, and shout-out to Colquitt. We, I just saw he got – before the game last week, he got cut uh, from the Steelers. But, you know, Dustin will always be a Kansas City great. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in the Hall of Fame one day. Yeah, he er- he's earned it. Because he, he's a- he was actually one of the great punters in this yeah, Especially league. in that 2-14 and 14 season. I'm like, yeah, yes. give give that man give that man a space somewhere up there. There was a point in time when Dustin Corkwood was the best player on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Who wasn't named Jamal Charles? He was the best. He was like the second best player of the team. <laughs> but no, but um, Tommy Townsend, man, the kid got a leg on him, man. And and look, man, that that one kick he did, and shout out to Byron Pringle for uh, catching the ball and stepping out right at the one. That was mm-hmm. that was a great play. That was a team effort, special teams play right there. But that leg on that the kid got a leg on him man and and I like Tommy Townsend man so I want to give him a shout out but there's this, there's something I want to talk about I couldn't find the sound by I tried to find it before we started recording but I'm just going to read this from the Denver uh game uh offensive lineman I think he's an offensive lineman Garrett mm-hmm. Bowles now he was being interviewed after the game and he said this verbatim. I think we're neck and neck. That's just personal. I don't think they're really anything that makes them more spectacular than us. 
We have a lot of dogs in this locker room. We have a lot of people. We match them speed for speed. Our defense is probably better than their defense. But it comes down to the little mistakes that we continue to make. We turned over the ball. We turned over the ball with the Super Bowl champs. A team like that with Mahomes, they're going to put on points on them. What is Garrett Bowles talking about, man? Um, I have no idea because I, um, maybe we weren't watching the same game, um, <laughs> the turnovers and all that stuff. But like I said, we're talking about a Chiefs team that's been locked in ever since they lost to the Raiders on both sides of the ball. Could they be better on the run defense? Absolutely. Yeah. But as far as like overall, if we're talking about overall talent, I mean, the receivers were better for the Chiefs, although the Mahomes didn't have to do as much. Yeah. And even so, that Kelsey was limited, but it was more so because they didn't have to actually utilize it. They yeah. really didn't. But uh, my question is, listen. If we talk in the closest team to us in this division, we're we're probably going to say the Chargers. Yes, because talent wise, they they they're not too far from us. They probably got a little bit more team better players on certain positions. And their record is very misleading. I mean, it a is. lot of it was just more so because of blown games, and I mean it's a bad habit they've had ever since last season. Look, next year, I'm not going to lie to you with with this kid Herbert. Having a year under his belt. Now, let's see how he does in the second year when defenses can game plan for him. But if he continues on this trajectory, the Chargers are going to be the team that we're going to have to worry about. I'm not going to be naive to it. I know we've owned this division for a while now, and we've been destroying these teams. Now, but the Chargers have always given us problems now. There are games against the Chargers have always came down to the wire. Now, Phillip Rivers always Phillip Rivers it up and, and throws a, uh, a ill-advised pick or, you know, he fumbles the football or somebody on the Chargers does something dumb. But let's be real, man. This team, you put a – all they needed was a competent quarterback on this team. They got the receivers with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. They have a good running game with Austin Eckler and the Kelly kid. And you can also throw in uh, Hunter Henry uh, at tight end as well, Hunter too. Hunter Henry is an ascending tight end. The only problem with him was injuries. Kept tearing his ACL. But he's a good tight end. Defensively, they got two studs who can rush the pass. Bosa, he's, he's an absolute monster and over Mark, there. And Melvin Ingram. Yeah. And they, they got the secondary, too. Second. Casey Hayward is probably one of the better – Corners in this league. Chris Harris Jr., one of the better corners in this league. And and also you can't forget about Derwin James. And Baller. He's probably the best safety in the game. They just had some bad breaks with him the last two seasons. He got hurt. So, I mean, we can't discount the Chargers next season. I'm not saying this season. But next season, we might have to worry about the Chargers. Now, the Raiders, they have talent. I'm not going to discount. They have Waller. You know, um, what's his name? The Jerry is it Jerry Judy on their squad or Henry Ruggs? You thinking about Ruggs? Judy's on the Broncos. Okay, well Ruggs. Ruggs is a speed demon. And also, you got Josh Jacobs too, but uh, at the running, running back position too. Josh Jacob is one of the better running backs in this league, man. So offensively, they're great. Or they're very good. It's defensively where they need to get some. They don't have a consistent pass rusher. But be, please believe they're gonna try to get one next year. Because they know at the end of the day, if you get a good pass rush on the Chiefs, their offense gets stagnant. It's it's been shown. That's what that's what the blueprint. It's not about 
teams dropping seven in the box and all this other crap that they talking about. No, if you hit Mahomes and don't and make him rush his throws, the offense is stagnant. You get a lot of three and outs. You have to have a good pad. That's why when I look at teams, when we play teams, this is what I look at. Who's they pass rusher? If you can't rush the pass, if, you, if they can't rush us, and I'm talking about rushing three and, and, and pulling back, if you can't have that one dominant pass rusher on, the, on, the, on your team, we're going to eat you alive. We're going to eat you alive. You're, you're not, you saw what happened to the Ravens. Now, Ravens have Calais Campbell. Now, is he a little bit past his prime? Yes. They got Judon. Judon's okay. But they don't have they didn't have a, a dominant force like a Aaron Donald, a TJ Watt coming off the edge. That's the only thing about the Steelers that kind of make me pause like, oh, because of TJ Watt, Bud Dupree. Those dudes are good pass rushers, man. And if you don't have that against the Chiefs, it's going to be a long day in the office. So you can drop back seven and the bots and all that stuff. Bill Belichick is probably the only one that can do it. Yeah. And even he finds ways to get these dudes to, to rush the passer. It means Joe Smo from, from off the street, and all of a sudden he's got this dude rushing the passer. That's just Belichick, though. Not everybody's Belichick. We talk about probably the greatest uh, coach of all times. So, like I said, in this division, just talking about this division alone, next year the Chargers might be a problem. Raiders, I don't know. We'll see. But Denver, come on, man. <laughs> and, and don't get it. And Denver actually has a good pass rush. Bradley Chubbs is no joke. Von Miller, when he when he when he if Brown Miller was on the field. He's a problem. Yeah, I just thought that was going to be their biggest deficiency in this show last week as far as when Von Miller is not present, and it's, it, that's exactly what happened. But also, it, the problem with the Broncos is, is, and look, no disrespect to Drew Locke, because I actually think Drew Locke, if he had a better coach to coach him up, he'd probably be better. I don't think it's all Drew Locke's fault. I blame Vic Vangio. So do you think he stays or goes next after the season? Knowing them, they're probably going to get rid of him because they're impatient, like all most teams. But instead of sticking with him and actually giving him a, another year, maybe under Pat Shermer, allowing him to grow with Pat Shermer, they're going to get rid of the coaching staff. Or if Vic Vangio's gone next year, they'll get rid of him, and that coach is probably going to want his quarterback. And that's how it always. And you can't fault a coach who wants what they want because they want a coach, uh, a quarterback that's to their philosophy. So they might want if they want to do with a big arm, maybe they stick with Drew Luck. But if they want somebody who's more so a mobile quarterback or you know guy who knows manage the game, they'll go somewhere else. So we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of him though. I wouldn't be surprised at all. So. That's our time today, people. Uh, it was, you know, thank y'all for supporting us and listening to our podcast, man. You know, this podcast wouldn't be nothing without you guys, and I appreciate y'all. Um, thank y'all for listening to the last, you know, episode of 
Finally, we're up on all streaming platforms. Uh, you can follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, Google, all the any platform that you listen to podcasts on. You can find Arrowhead Cheap Podcast. So continue to support us. Also, you can go to uh, the Facebook page and click on the link to sign up for our mailing list. Same thing for um, the Instagram page, Arrowhead Cheap Podcast. And the Twitter page, Arrowhead Chief Podcast. You can also sign up for the mailing list and you'll get all the episodes when they drop. So thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Uh, continue to follow us, man. Subscribe to us. And we appreciate y'all. And we go. Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? What? Hey! Are you an Arrowhead Chief? Are you a 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 arrowhead chief? It's a whole new season. Crowd getting pumped, yelling from the bleachers. Tomahawk chop blessing from the speakers. Chill it is ready, lacing up them sneakers. 16 games, 16 ways. Kansas City Chiefs gotta rep that name. Push to the end, gotta win each game. Plus when tears in the snow and the rain. Never give up, gotta push through the pain. Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Broncos. Grab your peanuts, grab your nachos. If it's raining, pack a poncho. Lip in the sky, soaring high. Kansas City Chiefs, now we're on the rise. Super Bowl ready, it's the perfect time. You can see the passion looking in their eyes. Sold out games, sacrifice. Money but the champs gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Sold out game, sacrifice. Wanna be the champs, gotta pay the price. Tune in live now on Channel 5. Kansas City Chiefs bring the town alive. Kansas City, are you an arrowhead chief? Stop and do the nay nay, now we chop it to the beat. Tailgate, every Sunday, yeah, we bleed that red and gold. Kansas City Chiefs, it's time to take control. Kansas City, are you an arrowhead chief? Stop and do the nay nay, now we chop it Oh, my God.